Hi, I'm Nick, and this is the One Word Podcast. What's going on, One Word people? Welcome back to another episode of the One Word Podcast. Josh took us home last week with a solo run uh, talking about leadership and spiritual legacy. And this week, I am talking about leading in love or leading in relationship. I'm not actually sure which one I'm going to call it at the time of the recording, but whichever one you clicked on, that's what it is. We're going to talk about what it means to lead others in love, leading other people by loving them today. And that looks like a number of different things, but we are going to dive into it. We hope you guys enjoy, but without further ado, let's go. Right, one word people. It is good to be back on the one word podcast. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, Josh and I have kind of been all over the map, but it is good to be back in the studio, aka I'm just at my at home office right now, not even in a studio, but it's still fun. It's good. Um, Today we are talking about leading in love. So again, season three, we have been talking about leadership all season long. We've had some great guests and we'll hopefully be able to get a few more before the end of the season, but we're just talking about leadership in a bunch of different ways. Today we're talking about it in terms of love and not like romantic love, um, not like ooey dooey or ooey gooey lovey dovey. Um but more so in leading and loving other people. So you could take this and apply it to a relationship with a friend. You could take it and apply it to maybe your spouse, someone at work. If you're a coach to your team, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Uh, I think a couple episodes ago, Josh and I made it clear that we're not actually giving relationship advice in terms of like marriage or even dating, engagement, whatever, but we hope that it's helpful in some way, shape, or form. So when we talk about leading in love, we're just talking about leading other people, not for the sake of your own leadership, but for the sake of loving them well. We could say leading in relationship just the same. Um, The relationships just look a lot different across the board. So... Here's what, here's what I want you, the one word listener right now to think about. Think about someone you know personally as a, that's a great leader. Not someone that you have maybe read their book or listened to their podcast, but someone that you personally know is a great leader. And there's someone that's probably already come to your mind. You might be shuffling through trying to find all like the best one, but there's someone that's already come to your mind. So we're going to stick with that. And I want you just to think of maybe two or three characteristics that they have as leaders. And I'm guessing if they came into your mind really quickly, they are someone that has made you feel important. They've made you feel like you are worth something, like you matter or your contribution matters. And they have loved you well. And I'm also guessing that that love didn't always look like they were just affirming every decision that you were making. And they were encouraging you along the way, even if they didn't agree wholeheartedly with what you were doing, especially if that person is older than you. And we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. But for me, someone that I think of as a really, really good leader that I know personally would be my golf coach in high school. So he's a leader as a coach. Uh, and it's a little bit of a different relationship, obviously not like a small group leader. Um, so I, I say this one because I was on a golf team in high school with my, some of my best friends and it was so much fun. And we were 
pretty good as a team. I don't say that just to like toot our horn, but actually there were some guys on the team that were really, really, they were studs. So our golf coach was, he was just the man. When I was a freshman, I was about five foot one, 114 pounds. I had no idea what I was doing on the golf course and I was scared to death of him. But as I grew and as I got better at golf, our relationship obviously grew. Um, and <laughs> actually, side note, when I was a freshman, I was not in like the top five, not on the varsity team. And I was texting my coach about something like I wasn't going to be able to be at practice or I don't even remember what it was. But I was with uh, the other guys on the golf team and he responded, LOL. And I responded, lots of love, question mark. And I think that really got me off on the right foot with him. Um, but anyways, anyways, our coach was honestly intimidating. And he was intimidating to a lot of the other teams we played against. He, would, he was intimidating to other coaches. Um, and he was the kind of guy that knew the best that you could be. He believed in you to be the best. And if you weren't, he kind of let you knew it. So if we're at a golf tournament and we're in the fairway, I'm in the fairway, let's say 170 yards out or whatever. I have a seven iron in my hand. I hit it. I miss the green. And before I even know it, he's just walking away in disgust. Like, oh my gosh, how could you miss hit a shot? You're 16 years old. What are you doing? And he always pushed us to be the best. And we happen to be one of the best teams in the state. And after almost every tournament, he would say, Guys, in my, in my voting this week, I didn't vote you guys for the best team because I don't believe you played like it. But you're going to have to putt a lot better if you want to make it to the state tournament or if you want to win state. And we always knew that he was going to say that. But it also always pushed us to be better and better and better. But what we also knew is that he wasn't just someone that was nagging at us, someone that was always frustrated or annoyed or mad. But he was someone that really, really loved us. And he did so well as a coach. And so that pushed us to be the best that we could be and to work together to be the best that we could be. So I'm guessing that leader that you thought of was someone that you know or that you knew loved you, whether that leader is still in your life or not, they loved you well. And I want to talk about some words that come to mind when I think about leading in love or leading in leading towards loving others. Some words that come to mind are encouragement, intentionality, sacrifice, patience, question asking, vulnerability. And these words look different depending on the relationship. So if it's at work, um, maybe some of those are going to be different than if this is a relationship with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Um, or maybe if you're a coach or you have a coach, then it's obviously going to look very different. You wouldn't expect your coach to be very vulnerable with you, but you would expect uh, maybe yourself to be vulnerable with your best friend. So each of these words I think are so, so important. Encouragement. If you are going to lead other people in a loving way, you need to encourage them. You need them to know that you are on their side. You're on their team. And this one I think is one of the, the easiest and oftentimes the one that there is most opportunity for. Um, we just have to look for it. I think there are so many ways we can encourage someone. And I think that takes a relationship deep quickly because it's easy to encourage someone that you don't know very well. And it's easy to encourage someone that you have known for years and years and years. I think intentionality, the next one, it takes intentionality to lead people in love. Because if we don't take intentionality or time to be intentional with our words or our actions, we're going to just default to pride. 
We're going to default to what's best for us, what they can do for us, what's most comfortable and not necessarily what is right. So it takes intentionality to sit down or to think, okay, how can I choose to love this person well? Or how can I encourage them? Or how can I do something that shows them that I care? It takes intentionality if you're going to have a serious conversation with them uh, to create an environment that is right for that. Sacrifice. This is a big one. Um, It's easy to tell people that you love them, but not actually sacrifice of your time for them. This is one that I personally struggle with. It's easy for me to just assume that other people know I love them without actually showing it or putting in time and effort. So sacrifice is a big one. Patience. We know that the more that we're around someone, I'm sure that the people that have spouses in here could attest to this, your patience is just tested more and more and more. And it's not necessarily a knock on you or them, but in order to love other people and lead other people in love, you have to be patient. Question asking. You have to ask questions. And this one is so good because a lot of times, especially if you are the leader in this situation, um, you may assume that you have the right answer or that you know better than the person that you're leading. But what's going to make that person feel most loved? Put yourself in those shoes. If you have an opinion on someone and someone that is a leader above you or a peer leader to you, if they come into a conversation assuming that you're wrong and they're right, that doesn't make you feel loved whatsoever. It doesn't make you feel important or valued. And so you have the same effect on other people whether we realize it or not. And then vulnerability. And this one applies to probably a smaller percentage of those relationships that you can lead in love. But this one is huge. Vulnerability. Are you going to just expect vulnerability from someone else? Or are you going to lead with vulnerability in order to lead the relationship in love? And lastly, what I hit on just a few minutes ago, leading a relationship isn't always about affirmation and avoiding conflict. And I am absolutely talking to myself right now because my default is like, okay, if there's a route that's the most comfortable in this relationship, that's what I'm going to go for. Whether it's a friendship, whether it's a dating relationship, whether it is relationship with my parents or other people in my life, I am going to try to avoid conflict. That's like my default, but that's not always the most loving thing to do. And that's certainly not always how you lead a relationship in love. And so I think that a lot of times love can be I guess just jumbled up or misconstrued to to be misunderstood in so many ways. And it's not loving if you're not agreeing with someone and it's not loving if you're not affirming someone. But I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you can think of a time in your life where someone else did something to you that was loving, but maybe it wasn't comfortable. It was loving, but maybe made you feel like you did something wrong or I don't know. I'm just thinking of like, I mean, there's just times in my life where I have been confronted with something or by someone and it was uncomfortable and it was awkward, but it was a loving thing for them to do. And even if it doesn't happen perfectly, but sometimes a loving thing to do is to have a hard conversation. Again, have a hard conversation with patience, with question asking, with encouragement and with vulnerability, not assuming that you're right and they're wrong all the time. But leading in love doesn't always mean avoiding conflict and just affirming everything. Leading in love sometimes means having a hard conversation. So we're going to wrap up this episode with this. What can we do? What can we do? Well, the only advice that I can leave you with 
would be to find someone whose relationships you admire and learn from them. Find someone around you that you admire how they lead other people in love. Maybe it's at work. Maybe they balance like work-life relationships really, really well. Maybe it is someone like your small group leader or it's a friend that you have at church that you see is always so intentional to care about other people before themselves. So find someone whose relationships you admire and just learn from them. This is absolutely a process, one that I have so much room to grow in, a process or an area that Josh is really, really good at. But we can all find someone whose relationships we admire, the way that they lead other people in love, and we can just learn from them. We can spend time with them and be around them. And then lastly, we can obviously always look to Jesus and think of Jesus as a leader. And admittingly, I I don't even want to say this in some respects because whenever I hear people talk about Jesus and like the leadership principles that he applied, I kind of like tune out or roll my eyes a little bit. Um, But if you think about it, aside from that, like Jesus's relationships with the disciples, not like his his tactics of leadership, but just who Jesus was. I think of the story of Jesus calming the storm on the Sea of Galilee, where it says that the boat was about to go down and the disciples were freaking out and Jesus was taking a nap and they wake him up and Jesus comes up. He calms the storm. He speaks to the winds and the waves and it calms. And then he like, gets mad at the disciples and is like, you guys have such little faith. And that is to me like, hold on, what? Like this boat was about to go down. Obviously they were going to wake you up, Jesus. But he's like, you guys have such little faith. And if Jesus, if God is love, then that was the most loving thing for Jesus to do in that situation. It was to open their eyes to who he was and the faith that they could have in him. I think of when Jesus rebuked the Pharisees left and right all the time saying things that were harsh, but that were true. And I think of the way that he did that oftentimes in stories so that there was like a moment of, oh my gosh, he's talking about us. Oh my gosh, that's me. Like I am the whitewashed tomb or, or whatever. That was the most loving thing in those days. So when we think of Jesus as a leader, he's not someone like, I just think of the opposite of soft. I think Jesus was not afraid in the slightest of leading other people in love, regardless of what their understanding of what love should be like or look like or sound like. Jesus shook all of that up. And when we look to him and as that example of leadership, he wasn't concerned with what other people wanted out of him. He was concerned with leading other people in love, leading other people out of the heart that the father gave him. And that heart ultimately led to the biggest sacrifice of all, right? Jesus being arrested and crucified for our sake. Not because he deserved it, not because he was too weak to overcome it, but because that was his ultimate act of leading in love. And now we get to follow that and do the same. So we can encourage people. We can be intentional with them. We can show that we love them through our sacrifice, through our patience, through the way that we ask questions, and in some relationships, in the amount of vulnerability that we show towards other people. So I'm just going to leave you guys, the one word listeners, with this. 
I just want to encourage you not to be the kind of leader that other people want you to be or that other people are expecting you to be, but be the kind of leader that is going to make a difference in the lives of people around you. Don't wait to start leading in relationships until you feel like you have enough authority or you feel like it's the perfect time or you have the right leadership position to do so. Start leading and loving other people today because right now you have the chance to have a meaningful and significant impact on the people around you by the way that you lead in love. Well, that wraps up this episode of the One Word Podcast. Hope that you guys are enjoying season three on leadership. If you are, make sure you guys leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, share this to Instagram, tag us at onewordbrand.com. There are lead shirts still available on the website, so pick one up, send one to a friend, whatever you gotta do. Hey, we love you guys so much. We are thankful that you're joining us in this leadership journey, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Have a good one.